Welcome to the Waypoint What's the Point podcast. I'm Danny, one of the pastors here at Waypoint Church, and this is our podcast where we talk about all things going on in the life and ministry and fellowship of Waypoint Church. And today we have a really awesome episode for you guys. We have our three uh, music ministers at our church. We have uh, Nathan Walker, who is the leader of our praise band. He's our worship leader and Young Lee, who's the assistant worship leader and Gina Cozart, who is our choir director. And we're so glad to have them and just hear a little bit of their story and to hear how God called them into uh, music and into leading worship and just to get a little more insight on how God uses them and is, is working in them and through them. But to start off, I want to have an icebreaker. And because it's about music and I love listening to music and many people out there probably need some good suggestions or just some good ideas. And it'd be a good place to start would be, can you guys share your pra- favorite praise and worship song? Uh, maybe your pr- favorite singer or band and, or favorite Christian music song. And then a favorite, partic- not particularly Christian song and singer or band. And then your favorite hymn. So why don't we start with you, Nathan? All right. Thanks, Danny. Um, so, yeah, I would say my all-time favorite worship song is probably How He Loves. Kind of changed my perspective on uh, what worship music could be. And probably my favorite all-time uh, worship musician is John Mark McMillan, who wrote that song and recorded it. He's from North Carolina, which is really cool. Uh, my favorite, like, current, like, not necessarily praise song, uh, the song Poetry by Taylor Linhart. If you have not heard it yet, you need to listen to it. It will blow your mind. How do, how do you spell so your last name so people can look it up? Great question. Yeah. So Linhart is spelled L-E-O-N-H-A-R-D-T. So it's like, yeah. Okay. I, and then, uh, so yeah, my favorite kind of like, not necessarily like praise and worship Christian bands are her, Taylor, and then a band called The Elms. Um. My favorite, not particularly Christian songs and musicians. So, uh, Rainbow Connection by the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> Very Mr. good song. And Kermit the Frog. Yes. Yeah. 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 The original is just Kermit the Frog, just but the Kermit. new, the new okay. 2011 version, which Lucy prefers, uh, has, uh, Miss Piggy and Animal playing the drums. I love Animal. <laughs> yeah. Lucy's favorite part's Animal. We always play <laughs> drums with him. I knew, I knew I liked Lucy. <laughs> And then, yeah, favorite like bands that aren't Christian. I'd probably say the Beatles, all-time favorite. Been listening to Colony House a lot lately, but technically they're Christian too because they are Christians. Um, but they're just like an awesome rock band. Um, and then my favorite hymn, uh, I'm going to cheat and do a Christmas song and say, Oh, Holy Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also Jesus Paid It All. So that's two, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. How about you, Young? Um, so let's see, favorite praise and worship. It's hard to narrow down song. So, um, singer or bands, I would say, um, I definitely take to Bethel a lot. Uh, Jesus culture, not like as much recent Jesus culture, but like back in the day, Jesus culture, with like Chris Kilala and all that. Um, I also really enjoyed... Um, some of the IHOP singers like Misty Edwards, Matt Gilman, um, Corey Asbury was originally from there too. So enjoyed them. Uh, and then like just Christian listening music. Uh, every time I turn on the radio, 
you know, to like a Christian channel when I'm on road trips, unless it was a worship song, I, I just really didn't enjoy some of the music because it all sounded like uh, country music to me. So (laughs) I don't have any particular just like listening Christian band or singer. Um, So if you have suggestions, let me know. Maybe I'll change your mind, change my mind. Um, Let's see, non-Christian songs or bands. Uh, Definitely... Let's see, like Bon Jovi, Michael Jackson, Bohemian Rhapsody. Anything you could basically sing in karaoke, those classic songs. Um, Awesome. You do work with the youth group, and they like some good karaoke. Um, Yeah, and then I guess um, favorite hymns would be like, Be Thou My Vision, Crown Him With Many Crowns, Church Is One Foundation. Okay. Thanks, Young. How about you, Gina? Well, I would say my favorite, well, it, it was kind of hard. The favorite praise and worship song, um, I would say, is Gracefully Broken. That is my favorite one. And in terms and of- And who's that by? Is that an older song, a newer song for those not familiar with it? Oh, it's by Tasha Cobbs. Okay. Yes. And um, my favorite singer, <laughs> Tasha Cobbs, it was kind of three ways. It was like Tasha Cobbs, CeCe Winans. And Jonathan McReynolds, they're like a three-way tie for me in terms of singers. Um, in terms of my favorite Christian music song, um, None But Jesus. That's okay. like my favorite. And in terms of bands, I would say um, Maverick City oh, right yeah. now. Wow. Come on, that is good like, stuff. I really, I'm like really into it. I love it. Um, my favorite not particularly Christian song or group is uh, Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, wow. Taking it back to the disco era. Yes. And oh, my wow. favorite song with them is Reason. Okay. I love it. How does that one go? Now, craving your body that is real. Okay. Got it. <laughs> and uh, my favorite hymn. I mean, y'all probably already know is Blessed Assurance. Oh, yes. Wow. I love that hymn. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good one. Wow. Well, I thought I would just share because I, I like music. I can't play music, but I appreciate music. And for me, favorite praise and worship song is King of Kings. It's a newer song, mm-hmm. but it I, I love that song. It's one of my yeah. favorite songs ever recorded. And I, I really like Hillsong Worship. Um I love the period of Christian music from the 80s into the early 2000s. And then I thought kind of dropped off after that. But In the Light by DC Talk and Every New Day by Mm -hmm. Five Iron Frenzy are two classics that I still listen to and my kids have memorized, even though they're from a different (laughs) generation. uh, But In the Light by DC Talk, yeah, I can listen to that song over and over again. Um, Non-Christian song, my favorite song is More Than a Feeling by Boston. I love just love that. Nice. I love that whole album. For, I, I went on Spotify and just looked at which artists do I like the most. And the the big Ava Brothers, Linda Ronstadt, and U2 were the were the three, which are kind of random. But I really like uh, a lot of random music. And then favorite him, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Charles nice. Wesley. Uh, Christmas song. But I just think the words to that are the most profound. It's the gospel in a, in a song mm-hmm. and just means a lot to me. Yeah, guys. Well, thanks for sharing that. I hope maybe people got some suggestions for some new things to try. Uh, And to go on from there, I just want you guys, um, 
not really an icebreaker, but just an introduction. Tell us a little more about yourself and particularly how you got into music. Why don't we start with you, Young? Um, so let's see how I got into music. I don't know. I always enjoyed music, especially singing. Um, my dad, he is a great singer and I always used to see him like sing and karaoke, like do karaoke, like in Korean culture, we go to like karaoke a lot. And so he would always like bring out these old school Korean songs and he'd be really great at them. So that was always fun. And then once our family, you know, started going to church when I became, when I was younger, um, then, you know, I would he see, listen to him sing like hymns and I would kind of tag along and, you know, sing in church. Um, and then so in fifth grade, I think I joined my school choir and, um, of course says, I don't know, it's pretty stereotype, but every Asian or Korean kid plays at least one of two instruments and that's piano or, or violin. And <laughs> I chose piano. So I started taking piano lessons when I was six. Um, but we moved around a lot. So my lessons were kind of like, you know, interrupted a lot. And I think I quit piano when I was 12, and, but I only got to like level three. Um, so How many levels of, are there? I don't know, but because <laughs> <laughs> you stopped in <laughs> all the different colors. <laughs> Basically, like I felt like a big milestone in piano playing uh, was like if you learned how to play Fairlease, you know, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I never got to that point, but later on in like college, I forced myself to learn it. Just <laughs> nice. felt like I need to, like you know. <laughs> I don't know, prove myself or something. <laughs> but then later on when I joined a worship team in, um, in middle school is when I learned how to play by chords and by ear. And then, yeah, I kind of was in a worship team since I was like 13. So, yeah. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you on our worship team. Yeah. How about you, Gina? Tell us a little about yourself and how you got into music. Well, um, born and raised in Durham, North Carolina. I'm a Bull wow. City girl. Y'all can't see me, but I am like showing my horns. Um, <laughs> as far as um, music and all, I've I grew up in a singing family. Um, I was if, if you didn't sing in my family, then something was wrong. You was the wrong baby that came from the hospital. <laughs> it was just the way it was. Um, from the moment that you could stand up and hold a microphone, you were. Um, you were singing. You were put on a children's praise team from there. Um, from there, the uh, adolescent uh, praise team, young adults. And then, of course, uh, the senior praise team. They had different levels. So I was always singing around the house or around someone who was always singing. And they'll be singing something. And it was like, they'll be like, if they really like it. They'll scream out, hey, somebody take the alto part. Hey, somebody sing tenor. Come on, y'all, let's sing this song. Oh, this is this jam. And that was that was my life 24-7 mm -hmm. when I got around family and even at home with my mom. Nice. Wow. Well, we're so glad God gave you that gift and that family. And you get to we, you get to share that with us many, many Sundays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. How about you, Nathan? 
Yeah. So I prepared an answer. I I think like half of it's more about my life, but uh, so maybe I'll I'll do that a little bit. But yeah. So born in Raleigh. uh, I prefer Durham. (coughs) Durham's better. (laughs) Sorry, that was so unnecessary. That's right. I love Durham. Gina's doing the bull thing, and I can't even see her. But (laughs) so um, so yeah. I let's see. Growing up. Grew up in Raleigh, uh, actually met my wife, Katie, at youth group. Uh, I realize now 20 years ago I met Katie. Wow. wow. Um, if you could God had a plan. Shout, yeah. shout out to Katie. If we could yeah. have more people on here, she's also one of the yeah. key components of our, our praise man. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, yeah, I'm 32 now, so that was a long time ago. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, went to App State, studied advertising, but I was on like five worship teams, including the gospel choir. Um, so you majored in worship teams and you minored in... I majored in I majored in advertising, minored in yeah, in in music. Not really. Not not really. You majored in praise bands and minored in advertising. That's okay. Fair. That's no, you're right. That was the reason. So yeah, I did a lot of like multicultural worship stuff through InterVarsity. Uh took like three missions trips, was able to lead worship in a few different countries. Uh joined Waypoint when it started, been the worship leader for about six years now. Um while I was a worship leader, started dating Katie. She finally came around. <laughs> now we're married and have two two kids. Lucy's two, Judas four. Um, you're probably uh, pretty tired right now. Right? I am a little tired. Yeah, thanks. Thanks four for saying that. Four months old and a two year old. But thank you <laughs> yeah. for not, thank you I'm for not, making time for this. I'm not as tired as Katie. Let's be honest. So uh, currently, I'm a sports data scientist by trade. So I do mm-hmm. machine learning for basketball, which is a weird sentence, but I just do. <laughs> write some code that does math about basketball. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for music, like I kind of like young, my dad is like a crazy good singer. Um, he, and so he would just always like harmonize in church and we kind of sat in the front. So it was like, that was all I heard. It was like the band to my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, so I sang in kids choir a lot. Like I, I, I had a, I had a great little boy voice back in the day. Uh, then I played <laughs> trumpet uh, in band, but then I, wanted to do something cool. So I picked up drums in middle school. Um, I, I listened to a lot of like classic rock, started a band where I was the drummer, but I also like wrote lyrics and did like audio engineering for us. But eventually I picked up the guitar and like learned music theory and learned some guitar stuff. Was it a garage band? Literally? Like did you guys? We actually just recorded. We would just go record at church. That's what we would do. So we would do like a garage, a church garage band. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, the neighbors would have appreciated. We were pretty loud. I was loud. That's let's be honest. It was just me. <laughs> oh man! All right, and then that leads into our next question. Just share how you felt called to get into worship music. Nathan, you shared a little about yeah. in college, but mm-hmm. how how about you, Gina? Um, like I said, I've been singing worship music from a child. Um, so you kind of had no choice, just being, no in your, choice. being in your family, you were going to praise God. Right. Yeah. My church family, like literally my church family is my entire family. Um, and so it that's just the way it was. And I started playing piano when I was really young and then I quit for a while. And then I used to play for the um, the youth choir, the children's choir. I used to play the piano for them. Were you like a brown belt, purple belt? I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) yeah, not really. Uh, it just depended on the song. Uh, occasionally we just pick songs and I just learned songs that needed, we needed to sing Mm. whenever 
and we went from there. Um, and then the next thing I know, it went from playing the piano for them to directing them. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing. So because of my love of music and the way my family was, I was just like, yay. It was just really exciting to be a part of it because when once they say you're going to do this, oh, you was in it 100 percent and there was no turning around. <laughs> and so it's either you either like it or you like it. And um, I, <laughs> I actually fell in love with it. So yeah. I used to get tingles all the time. They were like, I always be like, okay, we got to stop for a minute because Gina about to have her own personal praise break. And, <laughs> and I was like, it started when I was young. I would just start team. My mom was like, your feet would be going already. And she was like, that's, that's my praise baby. And that's nice. just been me. Wow. Oh, praise God. That's awesome. <laughs> young, a little you have anything else to share? Like you shared a little bit, like you got yeah. into praise band at 13 and how did you, how did you keep going? Um, well, let me share about how I ended up in a worship team because that was actually kind of like an accident or like, I, I, I look back now and see Is that because you were only level three pianos? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Like, okay. So I, I look back now and I realize it was a, like the Holy Spirit and it was pretty divine. But um, so I was saved uh at like a church like a youth retreat like youth camp mm -hmm. um when i was 12 like right after sixth grade and i was living in rocky mount at the time if you know where that is that's like an hour away it's a smaller town and um i just remember like on the main road in rocky mount there was this small building it was all glass in the front it was called 180 and it was open only on wednesdays once a week from 6.30 to 8.30, and only 7th through 12th graders could go. And so I had wow. no idea what it was. I would drive, like, you know, I would walk by or drive by, like, you know, not me driving, but, you know, I'd ride by, and every Wednesday I'd see, like, arcade games and people eating snacks, and, you know, I'd be like, what is this place? It looks so cool. So summer after sixth grade, I get saved. I'm on this spiritual high. And it was the first time I experienced like worship with peers because up until that point, I've only been in like house churches where it was just my family, maybe a couple other Korean families. So there's no youth, there's no music, like band music, there's nothing like that. So I was really on this high, like super excited, like really yearning for like youth group or praise and worship like I experienced at church camp so I come back I'm going I'm an upcoming seventh grader someone invites me to 180 and I'm like oh snap this is it <laughs> you know yeah. and so I go in the first hour I still didn't know what it was it just you know we we're playing arcade games or a snack bar foosball and then after about an hour they're like okay everyone come to the back and I go to the back and there's a stage and I realized it was church worship mm -hmm. and there was like a youth band and they did a sermon and it was just like, it was like church camp or like youth camp all over again. Mm -hmm. And like, I knew God led me to that place and that's where mm -hmm. I got my like beginning of discipleship and, and got plugged in there. Now I'm a 13 year old girl. I'm totally fangirling all the you know, like the band members and I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're so cool. They're so talented, you know? And, um, and I remember one 
one evening I was leaving 180. I was on my way out and I saw it was like my walk. It's not a big building, but from the back to the front of the building where my ride was coming, like it's like you know in the movies where like everything slow down slows down and the hall stretches out and the walk seems like really far away. <laughs> and there's it, like a switchfoot early switchfoot song playing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Switch fits. I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> the WB would use them because they were cheaper than secular bands. So it'd be, they'd be good background music. Okay. For all right. Like that. Okay. All right. So they're playing in the background and it was like, I was walking and right before the door front door, there's this like couch. And I saw the keyboard player was taking a nap oh, and yeah. like, I noticed that, but I'm just, on my way out and suddenly this voice comes in my head that says like go say hi to him and I was like what like where did that thought come from and I'm having this like argument in my head like why would I say hi to him he's sleeping you know and I'm on my way out so but then I find myself like standing over him like (laughs) like hovering over him while he's sleeping and then I just say like uh hi and then he kind of like wakes up and he's like (laughs) I'm like, you're, he's like, I'm the keyboard player. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could play piano as good as you. He like perks up, sits up straight on the couch. And he's like, you play piano? I'm like, I mean, again, level three, right? So I'm like, I don't like a little bit. And he's like, do you want to be in the praise band? And I was like, what? He's like, come next week at 430. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I did. I showed up. But the thing was like that keyboardist was on his, like he didn't want to be part of the worship team anymore. And he was kind of on like leaving the faith altogether, but I didn't know any of that. The team didn't know any of that. So when I showed up the next week at 430, I was sitting there sitting in on the band practice. Everyone was confused. They didn't know what was happening. After the band practice, he was like, well, let me show you how to play by chords. So he showed me how to play like the, a, you know, a C chord three different ways, and I practiced that a f- couple times, and then he never showed up again. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I so the band was left with me. <laughs> yeah. Level three point five by that point. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So I ended up. Uh, they were stuck with me, but it was amazing experience. And that's where kind of my worship beginning started. And it just grew from there as I played at like my Korean church. And um, yeah, it w- wow. it just, yeah, it just became like how I connect with God. And so, and wow. to be able to minister to people. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of like training along the way and God teaching me, but, um, that's, that was how it started. <laughs> wow. And anything else you want to add, Nathan, just ways that God yeah. kind of, you know, just continued to work in you as you developed as a worship leader. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my story kind of ends or starts kind of where the end of young story was. So yeah, our church, uh, needed a drummer, <laughs> and I <laughs> played the drums. So, is there a church in America that isn't looking? Fifty percent of all American <laughs> churches are presently looking for a drummer. Yeah, isn't that a stat? <laughs> they need to do stats on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I just started playing uh, drums around middle school or high school, and um, 
uh, for church and then learned guitar in high school and started playing at like camp and stuff. Um, I really didn't like worship music though. Like I was, I was super turned off by the idea. Like I said before, I was like listening to classic rock. So going from like classic rock and like, I don't know, just really fun, exciting, like guitars and drums. And then going to worship music, I was like, I mean, even some of the like Christian music I liked, I was just, you know, I liked Switchfoot or whatever, but I was like, I don't, I didn't even want to listen to worship music, but then eventually got, uh, we had this like free music service in college. And so, uh, I got that and I downloaded you about Napster. No, <laughs> semi free. No, it, was, it was legal. Yeah. It was, okay. called, it was called ruckus <laughs> app state represent. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was canceled probably cause they didn't make any money off of it. But anyways, uh, but yeah, I heard like the Hillsong record and they, and I like heard the song Hosanna cause another big thing was like, I didn't like the production of any of it. I just thought everything sounded like too poppy. But when I listened to that song with like the crazy guitar solo and like really good production, I was like, Oh, maybe I can listen to worship music. <laughs> so that like, you know, got me out of my annoying high schoolery phase of just being obnoxious about it. Um, and then, yeah, so uh, like I said, I went to Kenya for a while and uh, led worship for our team a bunch. Um, I was like pretty new at guitar and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a great vocalist by any stretch of the imagination, but when I was in Kenya in particular, like this was before I had taken any vocal lessons of any kind. So it was like, you know, I, I was like hopeful that people were like worshiping, but i I was always a little self-conscious about it, but we had like just some really great times of worship. And, uh, after one evening, like our group leader who I really looked up to an older guy, he was like, you know, Nathan, I think that God really wants you to be leading worship in some capacity somewhere. And I really kind of felt that same calling at that moment. Like, you know, just, you know, I, I was just like, you know, playing drums a lot, <laughs> but I, I really kind of felt like God wanted me to just help you know, be making music. Um, so, uh, yeah, I started Praise God. playing yeah. at Summit more, but then Waypoint came along and was able to lead there, lead here. Wow. Well, we're glad to have all three of you. Um, so my next question is just, you know, it's just a question that all of us as, as believers need to be able to answer, but particularly you guys, is, this is what you do for the church. But if some if someone were to come up to you, Maybe someone at work and says, why is singing praise songs to God important? I mean, we, America generally, most people went to church until, I don't know, 80s or 90s. But now there are a lot of people who don't go to worship services at all. Yes, and if they did come to one, they'd be like, wow, these people are literally singing praises to God. Mm -hmm. Or they might even listen to a Christmas carol and be like, wow, this is weird. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, if, if someone were to ask you, and th this, I'm not looking for the perfect theological answer. I just want the answer from your heart. Uh, how would you answer that? How is why is singing praise songs to God important? Hmm. Maybe we'll start with you, Gina. Well, I would tell them it's important because I believe that praise songs are to teach, encourage, to compel, to I mean. Y'all read my blog. I, just, I feel like mm -hmm. worship is like praise songs are to call people into action. And I feel that, you know, once they call them into action, it also breaks yokes. And um, mm. it crosses cultural boundaries. You yeah. know, like Nathan said, he he went, you know, to other countries and he went on mission trips. I've been on mission trips and and. Danny, you have, I know young, they have it and everything. And, you know, music is that 
one thing that helps to break barriers. Yeah, wherever we go in the world, we can sing and praise with our brothers and sisters. Exactly. Yeah, we're all singing and sharing songs and resources with each other, praising God. Yeah, that's a good. Exactly. That's a good thought. Yeah. That's why I think it's important for us to do that because you know the word says, "Go ye therefore and teach all nations." But sometimes you need something to be able to step in there Mm -hmm. and to grab and grasp someone's attention. And I feel like. Music is is exactly it. It is a, a direct reflection when you when we all get together and we sing corporately. It's a direct reflection of what heaven or what I envision heaven and what I I read in the Bible. That's that's how I envision heaven. It's just all of us together, all di- different denominations and you know ethnicities, just together singing and. That's what song does. That's what worship does. It just brings us together. Yeah. The first song in most hymn books is Oh, for a thousand tongues to Mm -hmm. sing. Yeah. And that's intentional. Mm -hmm. How about, how about you, Nathan? Just yeah. Anything to add to that? So I have prepared answers and they're pretty much the exact same as Gina's, Um, (laughs) but but I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and read it just so that just so I have something to say. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I, yeah. Scripture commands us to worship. Like, uh, and, and it encourages us. Um, it encourages the body. So, you mm-hmm. know, Danny read on Sunday, Colossians three, I'm just going to read it. Sorry, podcast yeah. listeners. You're going to hear some Bible. There you go. Let we, the word. we love the Bible. We love the word. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a fake apology. Uh, <laughs> let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with yes. thankfulness in your hearts to God and whatever you do in word or deed. To everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So, yeah, that's that's oh. our command. Um, yes, God wants us to speak truth, you know, sing truth over one another and encourage each other. Um, and really, similar to what Gina was saying, um, if you listen to the Bible Project or podcast or YouTube videos or anything, uh, one time I, I'm, Tim Mackey said something like this, but basically that uh, poetry, the, the when you you know read poetry, the poem itself. Uh, is greater than the sum of its parts. So mm. if you just read one little part of it, you know, another little part of it, you just read the words by themselves, mm. you know, there's, um, that can tell you something, you know, you like analyze it. But then when you like sing it, you connect with it. Um, worship music can really connect us to God and to one another in a significantly deeper way than otherwise. Amen. 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 All right. Young, you got to follow those two up. Any any additional thoughts or something that um, yeah, as you as you thought through this answer? Sure. I mean, just three, I guess, simple things that I wrote down was um, number one is just like he's deserving, like God is deserving mm. of our hey, praise, yes. um, just because of who he is and what mm. he's done. Um, two, it's what we're created to do is like we're mm. created to worship, so. Why not sing? (laughs) It's just one way, you know? And I feel like when we are in a place of worship or singing praise or recognizing God for who he is, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I am like most me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like everything feels right when, like, it doesn't matter how I'm like feeling maybe emotionally, but when I am, in a place of worship or praising, like things seem like right. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah. And then, and it's just, it's good for us. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. like, I don't know about you guys, I get really introspective and I look to myself for answers or I get mm-hmm. lost in like the muddle of thoughts and mm-hmm. just, you know, those cycles and of thoughts that go out like nowhere really. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you just lose perspective. And it's crazy how like, I might say I come to an, to a worship service, like just, my thoughts are racing, I'm feeling crappy or whatever. But then as soon as I start singing lyrics about who God is, it's like all those things just fall off mm-hmm. and I'm suddenly able to think clearly and see clearly, clearly and things are just much more simpler and things that there's just a lot of things that don't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of negatives about technology, but one of the positives is wherever we go in our pockets, we can put praise songs in and, oh, uh, oh. and put in some headphones and just praise God in the middle of our day when mm-hmm. things are hard or when when things are good or when things are hard. So yeah, oh. thanks for your insight on songs. And, and I think this is going to be an important question for all of us to be able to answer for people. As, as less and less people are connected to church and worship, people are going to be fascinated by why we sing? Why do we sing praises to God? Like what are, what like, and and I, and I think having an answer is part of us sharing the good news that this is good news and we we're yeah. people made to worship and this is one of the ways we worship and mm-hmm. yeah so thanks y'all and next question I'm gonna kind of divide it up into two sections so it's it's basically how do we pick songs to sing on Sunday morning and the first part is just Nathan and then Young you can share a little of your your input into it too how. And then Gina, you can go next after they go and just talk more about how you're, as we're COVID kind of wrecked the choir, but as it's coming back, how, how you pick songs for the choir. So Nathan, why don't we start with you and Young, feel free to just, just speak into that too, as, sure. as you're in your new role as a, as, as assistant worship director. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say generally my number one goal is always, I just want the people to, people to sing. Uh, so that's that's kind of the overarching thing, uh, not just on Sundays, but every day. And obviously, you know, we want songs that kind of help drive home the message of the sermon. Um, mm-hmm. So earlier in the year, I did an exercise where I was kind of looking at kind of the process for choosing songs. And I, I looked at it and there's a, so I wrote down kind of the criteria and there's like eight things that I look at, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to label name all of them. They'll take a while, but the summary of them is, um, is this song biblical? Uh, does our church connect with it? And third, does it help with our church's mission, particularly as it relates to us being people from many cultures? Um, so yeah, that's that's the kind of overarching um, uh, stuff I look at. Yeah, and as a pastor, I appreciate you guys a lot. As we, you know, you, for those of you guys at home, like normally we send out. We, we kind of have the sermon series set out ahead, but Lawrence and I are kind of, Eric's a little more of an early planner. Lawrence and I plan late and procrastinate and change the title of the sermon up until Saturday night. But normally, whoever's leading worship that Sunday will talk to us, you know, the previous Monday and, and just ask us thoughts on where we're headed with the sermon and pray about it and look at the songs and, and really do that. Young, how about you as you've you've entered into this, you know, you've worked at multiple churches, but at, at Waypoint, how are you processing this? Sure. Um, I think most important is, well, 
of course, like the lyrics of the songs, it, it needs to be biblical truths and um, sound theology, of course. And um, I do try to work with whoever's preaching that day to make sure that, you know, the songs that we're singing and the message, it, whatever the message is, like do this, all the songs lead the congregation into a place where they can like digest that message more. Um, or yeah, yeah. Um, or to like minister to their hearts more through song. And if it kind of, yeah, matches. Cause it's service. one worship mm-hmm. service. So we're right. trying to bring the right. whole thing together. Right. Yeah. And of course there's the practical aspects of like, you know, is it, is it a, like, I don't know if this is a word, the singability of a song. That was on my, that was on my yeah. debate. <laughs> is like, sometimes there's a lot of great like songs out there, but it's, it's just not easy to sing or easy to learn. Like for me, I think I love old school songs because I, I find that they're a little bit simpler and the mm-hmm. melodies are a little bit straightforward. Not as many octave jumps. Yeah. yeah. And so that you could close your eyes and sing like you, you don't have to, you know, glue your eyes to the words to be so that you don't miss something, you know? And so, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, I try to bring some old school songs back and mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the reasons why it's just um, being able to like not think as much to the song, but actually like sing the song and like focus on the words and meditate on them as you're singing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And how about you, Gina, as you're thinking about the choir and just, yeah, bringing a new element to Waypoint, you know, that something that we've had a little bit of, but we're trying yeah. to really bring back. Yeah. Well, I pretty much do exactly what Young and um, Nathan do. Um, I really try to think of, um, I try to focus on your sermon. Um, I, I talk to um, the pastors. I've talked to you, Danny, ask you what's your, what is your, you know, your main scripture? What is your focus? Where are you going to come from? I try to um, bring songs that um, tie into the sermon. Also, um, Young's word, she's right. Singability is, is definitely key. You want to make sure that it's a song that not just that the choir can sing and minister, but the congregation too, because you want them to take it back in their heart. Cause I find a lot of times that certain, if you tie the scripture and the song in, they, sometimes they take the song back in their heart and it, it kind of clicks other things and maybe that it'll make force them or encourage them to delve a little bit deeper into the sermon. Um, also, um, I just pray about it. I ask God a lot of times to send me uh, songs. Um, sometimes I just, you know, I, even though I pick the songs, I want him to show me and say, okay, yeah, this is the song. This is where I want you to go. Um, I try not to depend on me about it at all. I try to completely depend on God for direction as to what songs to bring to the choir and just a lot of times it's just um, trusting. I just trust the leadership vision in terms of that. And I ask God to connect me to that. Wow. Well, thanks y'all for your thoughtfulness. I really appreciate it as a pastor and 
kind of the coordinator of our Sunday morning worship. Yeah, this is just good to hear. And I hope the congregation is encouraged by this. And I also want to thank uh, Katie Walker and Gina, you who also have lead worship some Sunday mornings. They're not in this podcast just because we couldn't fit everybody. But yeah, thanks guys for that. And thank you for really your thoughtfulness and your prayer and, and desire to want to lead the congregation in, in the praise and worship singing. Yeah, um, so what, in light of that, what, what have, what's been a highlight or one or two highlights about leading worship at Waypoint, or even if you want to tell a funny story mixed in there, how about we start with you, Young? I think the highlights, um, it's got, I gotta say it's you, Pastor Danny, when, you know, you walk on stage. And <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I walked on stage, when Nathan had his eyes closed, yeah. and you were like... And I was trying to <laughs> cue for you to talk, but you didn't quite catch it. You were waiting for me oh, to man. stop. I was waiting for you to start, and Nathan had his eyes closed, and yeah. Yeah, I think the live stream has given us more comedic relief as we tried to run... We're not a very professional like video production. Okay. So that, that's a good one, Young. Any yeah. any others that are yeah, that are just any other highlights or that's a fun one, but um I really enjoy worshiping in other languages and um I will ask whoever's listening if there are languages that we haven't hit on. I know we do like Korean and Spanish a lot, but if there's a song in your heart language like, please bring it up to us because we'd love to, you know, bring that. And, like, we want everyone to be able to sing in their heart language at some point if possible. Mm -hmm. And um, to honor that, uh, we just are limited with the few, you know, the languages that we have. So we're always open to that. But I love, I love being able to worship in different languages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this Sunday, holy, holy, holy was, y'all did an amazing job. Yeah, so many languages. Yeah, it was was beautiful. And you you harmonized in the different languages. It was, it was beautiful. Nathan, we can put that one out as a recording, right? Because that's a non-public domain song, right? Exactly. So let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, y'all did great. Uh, How about, how about you, Nathan? Yeah, um, I have to You've say... You've been doing this six years, right? So. Yeah. I have to say, coming out of the winter COVID wave, uh, worship... I'm, I wrote a note here that says, worship's been punching me in the face. <laughs> um, it's just been so good. Like, you know, especially, you know, we in particular when, you know, there was a long period of time where we weren't wearing masks and, like, we could see people. That particularly, just emotionally, like, was striking. And just having people in the sanctuary in general compared to before when we were <laughs> just yeah. kind of playing to the air like it's just it's just been lively y'all it's been like just like having humans around like like yeah just the ability to worship and it it's become more meaningful like it'll probably i hope it's like this for m- the rest of my life but you mm-hmm. know just like just like seeing and understanding the true value of worshiping together because yeah i mean like just not having it for so long just did a number <laughs> it's yeah. continuing to do a number on us yeah. you know many of us yeah. um but yeah so i mean yeah the last like few months the worship's been so good like i just like at the end of every worship set i just like look at lawrence and we're both like whoa <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah like obviously like easter stuff is always awesome uh, we had a worship night a long time ago we haven't done those much lately but that was pretty great um yeah we but, need to bring it back yeah mm-hmm. 
it's like 85 at night so we might be able to <laughs> i would say yeah. like but when people just come up to me and tell me how gods use worship music to like teach them shape them change them like sometimes oh, yeah. you know i'll get long i'll get long emails from someone just be like this song that you that like the lord put on your heart like i remember once it was actually eric's idea um so there was a song that you know it was it was very last minute and luckily it was an easier song for us to play and so and eric like requested that we play i was like okay yeah that's fine and so we switched to it and then like someone it just like completely changed someone's like month (laughs) so like just just like stuff like that it's like oh man you know it's it like lawrence says you know we all um we want to be known and loved and and crave purpose and it's it's those little glimpses of of when you get to see god's purpose kind of making um you know changing hearts around us like that's 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 definitely a highlight yeah amen and the time when you dropped your pick and I, <laughs> and my hand hands it to you on the video and oh, all yeah. you can see is my hand hitting the pick <laughs> We, people want us to make highlight. a high, a blooper highlight yeah. reel of all the great yeah. live stream hey, you, moments. You want to come through it? Go for it. Seventy percent of them involve me. That's why I'm kind of <laughs> hesitant to make this blooper reel. So, all right, Gina, how about you? What is what's been a highlight or a couple highlights of since you've been you've been doing this for a little while now? Well, see, Young and and Nathan took all of the ones that I have, so I'm just going to take. Like everything, I have my notes here. They've said them all. So I'm going to go a little different direction. Um, I guess the highlight would be these guys, Nathan, Young, Gina, um, Arthur, Kelvin. I can go on. Ben, Sharon, that's been the highlight. Being able to worship with like-minded people and talk about songs and and be like, oh, my God. You know, it's really cool to know that Nathan knows this person, we sung their song. And mm. so I'm always like, well, did I measure up? I mean, did I, did I, did I give the song what it deserved, you know? And it's just, it's fun. They, they laugh, they joke. They're, they're my family. And mm. I look forward to, even though I'm running in a little late, like eight, 10 <laughs> for, <laughs> for worship. Um, I look forward to getting with this group and, if it wasn't for Waypoint Worship, you know, I, I wouldn't be a. I, it's just I get tongue tied because I I love them so much and it's so much fun and we have so much fun. Just people always think that um, say people or believers are boring. Um, they just haven't been to Sunday morning. You know, sound check, worship. They just haven't been. Because <laughs> we might be a lot of things, but we're not boring. And um, <laughs> it's just great. Um, and I'll tell anyone, yeah, this worship team is amazing. There's just so many different, even from just the sound all the way through. It's just amazing. Yeah, and we've, we've it's got a been lot of great people. awesome mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just wonderful. Yeah, we our name is Waypoint, and all of us are on a journey. And God has brought lots of different people with musical talent, and mm-hmm. our band really is this amazing collection of people from lots of different experiences. Yeah, who He's brought together. It's a good reflection of who we are as as Waypoint. That's mm-hmm. thanks for encouraging us with those words, guys. Yeah, and then just to kind of end it uh, this evening as we record this, and it'll come out in a week or so, and everybody will hear it, but. 
just we you know i preached a sermon on worship we're in this local church series gina just uh wrote a great blog post on kind of why you should join the choir or why you should why you're gonna enjoy the choir as as god uses (laughs) this this ministry but uh do you have any thoughts or encouragements or insights that you want to share to help people in praise and worship? Just something that God maybe laid upon your heart because you are the ones who God's called to lead us each week. And yeah, any, any thoughts you want to share with us on the, on this podcast? Um, How about you, Gina? Yeah. Well, you know, usually um, I go to people and ask them, you know, if you want to join the choir and, you know, people are like, oh, you don't want me because, you know, I can't sing. And, you know, the first thing I always ask them, say, well, do you have a heart of worship? Do you love to praise God? Do you love to share about the goodness of Jesus? And um, most of the time, well, 100 percent of the time they say yes. And I'm like, so come on and join the choir and let me worry about your voice because um we can do that because the word make a joyful noise and mm. just come, you know, Amen. come and we'll, we'll work out the rest. And right. I find that we have a lot of strong voices. So God has just been good. And I just feel like, you know, you never know unless you ask someone, but I just think, you know, in terms of praise and worship, it's just, um, there's a lot of newcomers and new, new people coming into um, the fold. There are people who've been hurt um, coming into the fold. And I think in terms of praise and worship, they just need to see that we who are flawed and broken and hurt, that we trust God and they just need to see that we trust them enough to let ourselves go in front of them and give God the praise and sing of his goodness. Hmm. And it's okay. Yeah. Amen. Wow. How about you, Nathan? Yeah. So my uh, my first thought is sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Lawrence has given this analogy before, in particular, if you've ever been to a wedding that he's officiated. But uh, you've probably heard Tim Keller. A lot of people say this, and it's just this is the truth, and that's that love, for example, is a choice we make every day. You know. Uh, you can say you love tacos, but to love your spouse, you have to choose to love someone. It's it's mm-hmm. a choice. I you know every single day, you know I I like Katie most days. Um, <laughs> she she deserves to be liked every day. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that that probably maybe maybe I I don't deserve to be liked every day. <laughs> but but either way, you know argue, you know you're always going to have issues, but you just right. try it. You, you, you make the effort, you try mm-hmm. it, you love, love, you, you put forth the effort. It is the same way with singing. Amen. You put forth the effort. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to sing, the Bible says to do it. So just try it. Like the worst thing that can happen is, I don't know, nothing. You can yeah. always, if you're worried about your voice, I don't know, just come to the front or the back or somewhere. Um, if you know anyone that would sing but needs a little encouragement, let me know. You know, I, I try to encourage everyone. And in fact, mm-hmm. I, you know, I see everyone. So. <laughs> I know when people aren't singing, um, but the masks are covering it up. Yeah. So I, and honestly, like I, I feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm a little too prideful sometimes. And like, you know, I've come from a long line of, you know, prideful humans. <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're all, we all got some pride. And so sometimes yeah. you, you just don't want to sing. You want to, you want to be yourself. You don't, you're, you don't want someone to tell you what to do. I, that's me mm-hmm. to a T a lot of the time. Um, so, but the, the biggest thing that helped me is I just close my eyes. 
Um, I, I try and know the song. <laughs> if you don't know the song, it'll be a little hard, but mm. um, just get yourself in a place where you can sing, like whatever it takes. Don't, don't try not to be distracted. We try our very best to, you know, make it an environment where you feel comfortable to sing. But um, sometimes yeah. you just gotta, you just gotta kick yourself in the butt, like taking out the trash or changing a diaper. You <laughs> just do it. <laughs> if you don't want to just, just give it a try. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How about you young? Yeah, I'll just what are your pi- thoughts? yeah, I'll just piggyback off of what Nathan said um because a lot of time is it's just really I don't know, we're afraid to break out of ourselves and uh for whatever reason um and so some of those practical things like closing your eyes if you know the song um basically do whatever you have to do to break out of your like mind or your body like yourself to be able to worship God if that means raising a hand raising two hands if that means like like walking up to the front to stand in between in the aisle to worship God so you don't see all the people in front of you um or you know what whatever it is is it's just to have a resolve in your heart like when you come in to say like I will worship the Lord and also you know I to, to when you come in to say like I I want to meet God and I don't want to leave this place like the same person I came in mm-hmm. as you know like I I don't want to leave from this place without having met God um, and and just having sometimes it's hard because you really don't feel it <laughs> and there's like a lot of things that might be coming at you to distract you to you know not worship but um yeah to have that posture whatever you have to do physically sometimes it's like well i don't know sometimes it all it takes is like lifting your hands and all it just breaks you out of yourself hey everyone yes i realized that young got cut off right in the middle of what she was saying we actually lost the last three minutes of the podcast due to technical difficulties so we'll never know what they said. But if you want to invite young Gina or Nathan out to lunch or catch them after the worship service to talk, you might hear a little more of their story. But we're so thankful for them that they came and shared how God's called them into music and given them those talents and they're using them for his kingdom and for his glory to lead us into worship each week. We are a worshiping community. We are called to worship and singing is part of that. And we get to do that together. So I look forward to seeing you on Sunday as we sing and worship and uh, praise God together. So have a great week.